That was good. <laughs> I tell you, I could just worship all night. And that song actually it br brings me to tears this, this evening because there could be so many reasons why we're not sitting here on a Wednesday night. A lot of them small and a lot of them huge because I, I'm going to share just a little bit. You know, I, I love testimonies because it, it kind of brings it to life. Like, you know, these life happens, right? So before I was preparing, you know, I've been preparing for this. I think since this happened with my son, maybe a whole year, God has been giving me this word. And everywhere I go, every I watch the Christian station in the morning. That's all I watch. And it's been on the, sp the spirit, the body, the soul, the soul, the soul, the soul. Every, I, I mean, I hear it everywhere. I, the books, it's like God has been speaking to me right all along because he wanted to do something in my soul because I was a Christian for since I was maybe in my 20s. But in reality, you know, like I look back and I'm like, wow. Yeah, I was a Christian. Yeah, I was saved. Yeah, but was I I wasn't whole. Man, I was walking around in bondage all that time, not knowing who I was, not knowing my identity. And up until I'm going to be honest, and you know I'm really transparent when I say this, up until this happened that God you know, it's definitely I look at it and that's why I say I, God works everything out for the good because since this happened with my son when this happened with my son this it changed my whole life it changed everything <laughs> and now I can honestly say it, I'm not quite there yet right I'm not where I need to be but I'm definitely not where I used to be and I can walk and I can say man I'm free because everything just today just before I got here I just found out from a friend um uh, many many years ago we grew up together and her brother, um, she lost her brother a couple years ago. And then I, um, oh, so um, today she lost her brother's son, who was only 21 years old. He was murdered in New York City. Lisa Travieso. She lost her brother just recently. He was young. He was our age, 50 years old. Past, he was, and now his son, we find out that now his son, you know, this happened and it was just, I just was like, God, like why? You know, I've learned not to say why, I've learned to say what, even in the most terrible tragedies, I've learned to say what. But I'm like, oh my goodness. And everything in me just was like, I, I just, again, I, I can't do this, like this is so sad, like my heart was sad. And I'm just like, but then I said, wait a minute. I've been teaching on this. And of course, you're going to be what, what, what you teach on and what you preach on, right? You, you, you'll be tested. And it's been like that. And I said, no. I started praying for them. I started praying for them. I said, God, I don't know what it is and, and, and what it is, but I know you're going to do something through this. I know that through this, this tragedy, they're going to be closer to you. And I just started just declaring and decreeing for them and praying for this family and praying for peace in the midst of the storm. Because I had to remember, wait a minute. I have to remember that my soul, right, it's at will. We learn that it's the mind, is the will, the emotions, everything, our personality. Uh, that's what our soul is. So when it's connected to the spirit of the living God, right, things 
happen. There's peace in the midst of the storm where you should, there's joy where you should be, you know, where you should be just breaking down. It's different now. And I said, I got it together. I was like, nope. (laughs) I said, I am whole. I started speaking over myself. I said, I cannot let this affect me. God, whatever it is, I know that you allowed it. And and, and I don't like to use that because people say, you know, I'm really sensitive when it comes to things like that and tragedies because that, you know, somebody, remember, it's foolishness to an unbeliever, right? So we got to be really sensitive to how we address people in situations. No, I'm not, you know, I'm not saying that, oh, God, no, there's choices. Remember that. And this is another thing I spoke about. There's choices that we make. We have free will right from the beginning. That's what Adam, God could have, everything could have ended right there, but he gave us free will. We had, he wanted us to do that. He's a man. He's a gentleman. He loves us so much that he gives us a choice. He even said it right in the beginning. You have a choice. He gave Adam and Eve a choice, right? They made a choice, and then there was a consequence. That's it. If you make a bad choice, it comes down to that. There's a bad consequence. If you make a good one, there's a good consequence. You know? So it's back, again, to the basics. So we can't, you know, it's hard to say because people, you know, they... God, why? But then it's like, you know, and, and that's a, it's a, it's a, it's a hard situation. But anyway, back to, back to the, you know, the principle here is that you react differently. When you're on your way to freedom and wholeness, it's not going to matter because you're not going to be, you know, you're not going to, you, you can, yeah, like the palm tree, right? We learned that too, Pastor Erica, that was a teaching. That it's like that palm tree. We'll, we'll go back and forth. We'll sway, but we won't break. And that's why we come to these Bible studies, and that's why we come to church to get to be next to a sister, your brother, and, and they're kind of like those, you know, that, that piece of whatever it is that they put there to hold them up, you know? That's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. So I, that's why I'm like, please get it. <laughs> like, just I challenge you just to, to take time. And I said, you know, go back to your word. Before I get into my word right now, go back to the word of God, something that nowadays I hate to say it, I'm going to be, I'm speaking for myself. It's like, where do we find the time? But this is our food. This is our bread. (laughs) This is our bread. His word is our bread. His word is life. And this is where you'll find it. So Please, I challenge you. I'm telling you, life will change. I give you the, all the notes. I'm hope, hoping that you guys wrote things down or, on really going back and studying the word because it's, it's good. It, it's, it, it could have happened many years ago, right? More than 2,000 years ago, but it's alive today for you today, for whatever you need today. So have a relationship with Jesus. It, I love relationships with everybody here. We're all family. But if you don't have a relationship with the living God, you, you won't, I'm, I'm gonna be straight up. You won't make it. We can be Christians and not, and, and and we can get caught up and not spend time in the Word. We're not gonna make it because we need the Word of God. We need a relationship with Jesus if you want to see change in your life. Right. So before I even, I, I feel like I already did. Like I preached already when I taught, but I'm gonna go back and open up with the word um, with, with prayer first because I, I feel like we need that before we even get any further. But Father, I thank you, Lord. Oh, I thank you for your word, God. 
that's alive today, Lord. God, I pray for everyone here tonight that has taken the time to come out and spend time with you, Lord, to learn more, to gain wisdom and knowledge, God, of your word and who you are. God, I pray, Lord, that they learn to have a relationship with you, Lord, that they make it a lifestyle, God, that they will, that they will just take time out, God, to spend time with you, Lord. And that's why I challenge them, Lord, because I know that it worked for me, God. Nothing will, it won't, it can't stay the same, Lord, because your word is alive and it sets the captives free, God. And I pray, Lord, that you just bless everyone here tonight, God, that you open up their mind, you open up their heart to your word, God, that the, just even if it's for one person here today, God, then that's enough, Lord. I pray that you meet them where they're at today, Lord, that they can be filled with love, with your love, with your spirit, God, that they would just come into alignment, God, the same, the way you created it to be right from the beginning, Lord, to come into alignment, mind, body, spirit, soul, God, and, and to become whole, God. We don't want to be brokenhearted healers, God. We want to be whole, Lord. And I pray that today in Jesus' name, amen. So, since this is the last kind of the last part of, I say it's um, it's the um, how's your soul too? Because last week it was we started with the heart, right? And we and if we go back to that, I'll just recap a little bit. The heart is the center. It's it's the will. It's 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 part of um, it's our mind. It's emotions. So that's that's what that's when when I when I said that we are spirit beings with spirit beings we were created spirit beings we are made in the image of christ in the image of god we're spirit beings right and what did god do what did he do when he created us right from the beginning i could go back to it but he breathed life into us and we became a soul right and his spirit is perfect right so i'm recapping we got this perfect God breathing life into us. And I'm telling you, imagine this, because this is what really, I was marveled. Like we've been, that word, Pastor Erica, when we had our meeting last week, the leaders, she gave us that word, and it's in the Bible, throughout the Bible. Marveled, like astonished, like, wow, you know? And I've been using that a lot too, wow, because I've been wow lately, you know? But he, he, he breathed his life, his breath of life into us. <sighs> and we became a living soul. You know, he created the animals, but they don't have a soul. We do, he, we, he created us in his image. He's threefold, right? God, and that's our belief, God the Father, Jesus the Son, and the Holy Spirit that he left us, that if you're a believer, he resides inside of you, the living, Christ himself, boom right on, in contact when you receive Christ, right? So he breathed his life into us. We became, we were, it was perfect. He created us, Adam and Eve, perfect, but what happened? Back to the basics, 101. Then, of course, the fall, right? And that's when then that, that spirit soul, that's when there was a disconnect, right? So now, because of that, that's why today, 
we are, there's people, even Christians, and I, I'm, let's be real, that there's still, you know, we're living in that fight, it's, it's a battle. Because remember, this perfect spirit now comes in, we, we receive him, it's boom, that perfect spirit in this body, in this soul that's all jacked up. Let's be real, right? It is because there's trauma from our past, things that we don't even remember, there's sin, there's wounds of the past. So now, what happens? Some people, it, it just takes one, one time, right? One encounter with God and it, boom, that's it. He sets you free. But for some of us, it takes time. It's a process. Everything is a process, right? It's a process. I know for me it was. I wasn't, that per I wasn't one of them that, you know, I, I, I received Christ and right away, boom, you know? Yeah, one thing I could tell you and that will never, God is not a man that he shall lie, right? Once you receive Christ, your salvation, that can never be taken from you. Don't let nobody lie to you and say, you know what, there's, and there's, you, I, I hear it out there. You know, you gotta receive Christ again. That's a lie of the devil. I'm, I'm gonna, right or wrong? I mean, do, do all of you agree on that? We, we fall short, you know what? That's exactly why God sent his son, Jesus Christ, because he knew that we would fail. So he gave us that chance. He loved us so much that he came down and said, I'm gonna, I'm, I love you so much that I'm gonna just have, I have to manifest myself and be, and, and, and be caught like flesh, like us. I was looking for the cross, because I know we, we gotta get a cross again. Because on that cross, he did it for us all over again. So that all we have to do is accept Christ, right? That's it, simple. But it's not, because now the perfect, perfect God comes and resides in us, and now there's a battle, right? It's a spiritual battle. But I said last week, I said, man, if I would have known what I know now, that's why I was like, man, I, I wish it, it should be like Christianity 101. Right, like, but then I said, I thank God that I, in a way I thank God I'm to that place right now that I can say thank you, Lord, that I, it didn't happen that way. Because remember, it's no surprise to him. He already knows this story. He created it. We act like it's a surprise to God. Even when we mess up, he already knew we were gonna make that choice, right? But here he is, he says, okay, free will, right? But in it and through it, you get the victory at the end. Now it's what you're gonna, how you're gonna handle it. What are you gonna do, right? So I thank God, I, and I, I used to be like, God, why did I have to go through all these traumas? Ever since I was, a, you know, abandonment, just addictions, and just a lot of things that I've experienced in my life, and I'm like, why? I used to, I used to think that way, not anymore. I'm like, thank you, Jesus, because now I could honestly sit here and share my testimony, and someone else can come and say, you know what, I don't know how I'm gonna, I can't do this. Yes, you can, because I did it. I was there, we were there, many of us here. There's elders in the church that say, yes, you can do it. Because you know why, I should have been dead. I should not be here right now. I should not be sitting in these seats. I should many of us could say that. I get chills because it's, it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful story no matter how you look at it. Even, isn't it beautiful when, 
God, it just makes you fall in love with Jesus. Because you say, God, even when I messed up, you still have mercy on me. That's a beautiful thing that you could sit here and say, thank you, Lord. People are like, are you crazy? Thank you for, you know? A lot of people know this is a small town, even around through Facebook, a lot of people know your story. You know what? I don't want to say I don't care, no. That's not my attitude, but it's okay. Because you know what? When they see the fruit, <laughs> then they're going to be like, oh, I got to get to know this Jesus. Because, look, this girl that was a hot mess. Look, and it's not for us. It's not for us to get the glory. It's to give God the glory. Because I just pointed back to him. I'm like, my, that's my Jesus that you don't know. You better get to know him. Because he'll change your life around. He'll change your life around. I bet you I will challenge you come, come just one day. And, it doesn't even, and you know, church is all good. Church is good because you know what? That's why we, we have church. Because we get together with believers that think like us. You know, that we don't have to go to the world and get advice. So that's why this is important. But you, we are the church. We gather here because we want to, you know, do this and learn. And, but we are to go out. When God, Jesus called his disciples, right, they were all, if you really, if you do study, they were all messed up. He just said, come. He didn't try to say, oh, you know what, go get your life together and then, uh, then come see me. He didn't do that. They were all messed up. He said, come. Drop it all. Leave it all. Come. And they were, what happened? Obedience is key. And that's another, that's another whole nother type. That's a whole nother class, a whole nother teaching, a whole nother, you know, sermon. Obedience was key. They went as they were. Then Jesus, and so he's the one that does, he's the one that starts dealing with you and your soul issues, right? When you come in contact and you have encounters with him, he's the one. It's not me. It's not Pastor Erica, Pastor Sam. It's not any of the leaders here. It's Jesus Christ. Jesus is the only one that's going to do that for you. We can help, and that's what we're here. We are, we, we, we are his voice, right? We are his hands. Like it says, we are the body. So we speak, but we speak. That's why we have to be careful because we speak. It's just the word of God, and I always pray, God, don't let it be anything. I don't want to say anything out of my own no. I want it to be God speaking to his people. Give me a word, God, because I don't want to speak anything that's not of, not of God. And that's why I, I, I just, when Pastor Erica said, Tyler, you know, I want you to do this, I said, I, I, I knew that God was preparing me this whole time. It all came back. I started thinking right from the beginning of just everything that happened in my life and everything that happened with my son and his wife. And I'm like, wow, I, now I get it. Like, I got it before, but I really got it. I really got it this time. Like, wow, it is true that God works it all out for the good. I quoted that. I read that scripture over and over. But now I can really stand on that scripture that in Romans 8, 28, that God works all things out for the good to, to those who love God, right? He works it all out. The good, the bad, the ugly, our good choices, bad choices, he works it all out. And I thank God for that. I thank God for that. So don't ever be, you know, when we're going through our stuff and we're just, you know, it's not, it's not an, e it's, it's, I don't want to say that because it can be, it can be, it can be a little easier than what we make it, right? 
That's why I said if you study the word and and these and all this that I, in the past three Wednesdays, this is the third Wednesday. I gave you so many verses, so many scriptures that you go back and you and you study for yourself because then God's gonna give you a revelation for yourself, right? He gave me something. He's gonna speak to you in a different way, right? So that's how. That's why I feel like if you you can get it from from the teaching that we do. You know, you can get it from the word on Sunday, but if you don't go back yourself and study for yourself and spend time in the word, I want my own revelation, right? That's a good thing, my own encounters, you know, because then that's what's going to set you free. So remember that when we, when I, the, going back to right from the beginning where I gave you the verse, the first Thessalonians 5.23, right there in the beginning, that we can conclude that man is divided into three parts, the spirit, the soul, and the body. And it says that I, I'm going back right to the, the first, my, the, my last week, where it says if believers do not know the boundary of their, of their spirit, how can they under, understand the spiritual life? If they do not understand the spiritual life, how can they have a spiritual living? It is because believers are negligent or ignorant of the of the distinction between the spirit and the soul that they never grow in their spiritual life. When I read that, I was like, wow, you know, like, if you can't distinguish that, but if you get it, then it's gonna make you think, wow, so this is why all this time, and I use wow because I've been wild this past, I don't know, I've been using that word a lot because I feel like a baby Christian that I'm learning, all, like I'm just starting all over again, I'm so excited. And I'm excited that God gave me the opportunity to share it with you. Because I was just telling my son this, I was telling Gianni this, he calls me, I speak to him every day, and, I, and, it, and it just, Sharing this with him, he got, he got, you know, I gave him hope, and I, I got, he was just so happy, too, because I says, Gio, you know, you have, this is such a beautiful story, and I can't wait to see the ending. I can't wait to see what God is going to do in your life. It's already happening. We share the word. It's happening right now. Him and his wife, they're getting filled with the spirit of God. God allowed that because he had to teach. That sometimes he allows things at times, most of the time, because he has to teach you something through it. Even when it hurts so bad, it, it, it's, that's why I say don't ever ask why. What, Lord, what is it that you're trying to show me? What is it that I need to learn from this? And boy, have I learned, and am, am I learning. He's the one, I told you, if you, I don't know if a lot, many of you probably weren't here, but he's the one right in the beginning when this happened to him, that he was given this book and it was Katie Souza, and it was the book on healing the wounded soul. And because of that, you see how God operates? I feel like if that wouldn't have happened, that's really bad situation that the outside's like, how could you even be saying that this is a good thing? If that, would, if that wouldn't have happened, I would have never learned this. I would have never got this revelation of the spirit, the soul, and the body and it set him free, it set me free. Now it's setting my family free. Now we're living and it's, I'm telling you, it's incredible. Now I share it with you, it's gonna set you free. You see what I'm saying? Like if that, if that wouldn't have happened, I probably would have got it, probably never. 
And I probably still would have been living in bondage. And I'm going to go back. Remember, I said I'm going to touch now. I know that we started a little bit later, but I'm going to touch a little bit on it's on the woman. This was so good because I've read this, like I said, over and over. I've read it time and time again. It's the woman with the with the ailment for 18 years she was bent forward I don't know if you ever read that story if you haven't read it right I had told you guys last week I said make sure you get a make sure you get a study Bible Ollie's 29 bucks it's probably costs 100 if you buy it online 29 dollars at Ollie's go go get one but I went and I said I've never here I go again I'm, I'm getting real transparent but I'm just gonna but I really never studied the word either. Like, you know, I, I, I read it and I would just read, but I really never like, you know, Eddie, you know, the, the elders here, they know because they have experience, you know, but when you study the word, it's like, then you get kind of like, oh my goodness, it's just like it's the bread. So you just like, you're hungry and you just want to keep on. And it's like, wow. So that's how it's been for me. And it's like, wow, man. That's why I keep saying, wow. <laughs> I know, um, what's his name? David was laughing. He's like, wow. Because I've been using that word a lot. But it's because I've been wowed by the word of God, I'm telling you. But so I went and they took me to the verse. I was doing some study and this just yesterday alone. And I read about the woman who was bent over for 18 years. But I never really knew. I knew she was crippled, right? But then I said, wait, I want to know why. What happened to this woman that 18 years she would go to the synagogue? She was a believer. Why was she crippled for 18 years? Why was she bent over? Like, what? You know, God heals. Like, what, you know, what happened here? So I did. Okay. And that's why I said, you got, you got to do it. And even, let me tell you. The word of God in Google, because you know, <laughs> I googled it too. I, I did. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm telling the truth here. You know, can't tell no lie, right? So I googled, and part of me because I have my husband's phone today, and it's kind of. But anyway, that is in Luke 13. If you have your your phone, the Bible app. If you have your Bible, take it out. Read it, look it up. It's Luke 13, 10 through 17. Right? I'm gonna go to it right now myself. Because I'm gonna go, I'm gonna use my Bible this time. I'm not gonna use the app. What did I say? It was Luke 13, 10 through 17. And I'll close with this. So I'll read it real quick, okay? Now he was teaching. Does everybody have it? Uh, if you, you have it? I'll wait a, uh, just a few seconds, but it's Luke 13. We're going to go 10 through 17. And it says, now he was, the word of God says, now he was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath. And behold, there was a woman who had a spirit of infirmity 18 years and was bent over and could in no way raise herself up but when Jesus saw her he called her to him and said to her woman you are loosed from your infirmity and he laid his hands on her 
and immediately she was made straight, immediately, and glorified God. But the ruler of the synagogue answered with indignation because Jesus had healed on the Sabbath. And he said to the crowd, there are six days on which men ought to work. The Pharisees here, okay? There are six days on which men ought to work. Therefore, come and be healed on them and not on the Sabbath day. The Lord then answered him and said, hypocrite, does not each one of you on the Sabbath loose his ox or donkey from the stall and lead it away to water it? So ought not this woman being a daughter of Abraham, that's important, being a daughter of Abraham whom Satan, okay, who's, whom Satan has bound, think of it, for 18 years, be loosed from this bond on the Sabbath? He questioned them. And when he said these things, all his adversaries were put to shame and all the multitude rejoiced for all the glorious things that were done by him. Now I went and I studied that and I even, I, like I said, I Googled. But on the, in the bottom of my Bible, I have a study Bible. And it, it goes and it breaks it down a little bit. And, and sometimes we read through the Bible and we don't really get down. And if we don't study, we could just go through it and we'll miss everything. We'll miss it all. He speaks about even the daughter of Abraham. But in 13.10, let's see if it even says anything here. Okay, I'm, I'm just going to do this. I'm going to go to where it says the daughter of Abraham in 13.16. Right there alone, this description of the woman indicates how special she was. Jesus pointed out that there was no better day on which to overcome Satan than the Sabbath. You see, if you could read through that and not even get it. That's why I say it's good to study, to get into the word and study, because it, then you'll really understand, like, oh, my, wow, even, say, even the daughter of Abraham signifies something. It's, it's, you just say daughter of Abraham. What does that mean? She, that's how special she was. <laughs> She just wasn't just anyone, you know? She was a daughter of Abraham. So now if I go back, and I'm gonna end with this, but this is, this was so, so deep that I, I just was, I'm telling you, in awe. But it says here, I'll just go down to the bottom now. That, that verse from 10 through 17, there's so much in there. So much. I, I challenge you, like I said again, to go back. If you have to just Google, put it in there. Luke 10. That, is that what I said? Luke 10, right? Luke 10, 13 through 17. Just go and Google it. But go to the Word. Read it. Get it. When you get a study Bible, you study it. Right? And it says, that woman was bent over. Do you know? I don't, I'm, I'm not going to quote it. I'm going to read it. Okay, give me just one one minute. Okay, I just want to tell. I just want to show you how, why she was the deformity. It says here. 
Okay, daughters and sons of Abraham. I'm just gonna, I don't find all of it, but I'm gonna just give you a little, a little bit. She, okay, for me, one of the most touching parts of this story is Jesus' words affirming the woman who has just been healed. He refers to her as a daughter of Abraham. How very much this must have meant to her. She has been broken and beaten down with pain and physical deformity. Imagine 18 years of being bent over. Just me doing that right now, it hurts my back. You know? You know? Yes. 18 years. You know? So now she, beaten down with pain and physical deformity, children will make fun of her. This is a, just a story her husband may have, this is just, you know, maybe part of her story. Her husband may have rejected her. We don't know. When this goes on month after month, year after year, sometimes we begin to think less of ourselves. Sometimes we see ourselves as hopeless, as failures, as cripples, as defeated, as small in our own eyes, in the eyes of others. And then to hear Jesus call you, my son, my daughter, daughter of Abraham, child of God, can be so overwhelming and encouraging. Maybe I am a real person after all. This is what she was probably thinking. Jesus loves me. Then I can be someone to be proud of. I can change. I can leave the past behind. If God is for me, then who can be against me? Daughter of Abraham, you've been bent over too long. Stand up, hold your head up, and you're healed back erect, for you are a child of God. And that's just a little bit of what I, I'm telling you. If you go back, and I, and I Googled this. I could share with you at the end where I got it from. You got it? You have to read that. It's gonna just you will it's gonna knock you off your feet. There's more to this story than just what we read. There's more to this why this woman was bent over for 18 years. And that's why I share this. You know why I share this? Because I was that woman. I was that woman. Many of you men, women could could probably relate to that. We were that woman. You know, crippled. It could be anything. It doesn't have to be an ailment that you can even see. It's your soul. Your soul that no one can see. Right? This woman, they could actually see that she had an ailment. She was bent over. But what about when it's in here? What about when it's in your soul? Your soul, man, that you can't see. What about then? But God does. God does. That's why I say have a relationship, build a relationship with him, get to know him, and then you'll be set free. You'll be whole. We'll be a whole healers. We won't be brokenhearted healers. We'll be made whole, and it, and it may be a process. You could go back tonight and get a revelation and have an encounter with God and, and, and be set free. It could happen just like that. What took me 50, maybe 25 years could take you one day. Ask God for it. He'll give it to you. So again, I challenge you. This was a small group. I, I, it's beautiful because I just feel like God is like, you know, we think sometimes we get, you know, crazy about numbers, but it, it really, you know, if you here was for you today. And for those who are watching, if we're live, I don't know if we will be, it's for you. 
Just one encounter with the living God. One encounter is all it takes. So go back, go back and study. Do study this, studies out there. There's books that I could share with you, books that help me, along with the Bible, on healing the soul. Because I feel like once you go back there again and start really renouncing things that have happened and, and just believing that God, that we're the righteousness, declaring those words, declaring them over yourself, even when you mess up, saying, oh, I'm the righteousness of Christ, and start declaring the word of God over you. You're the healed of the Lord. Even when you're feeling sick and you feel like that woman that was better, I'm the healed of the Lord. That's why it's good to know your word because what happens when Satan comes and tries to attack you and you don't know the word of God? You're going to be like, um, oh, gosh. Let me, let me go. I, I don't have time for that when I'm being, you know, when I'm being attacked or when I'm feeling sad or when I'm feeling down to go and let me Google it. Oh, uh, hold on. I am the... You know what the enemy's doing? He's laughing. He's like, you silly goose. Like, you know, no, you memorize the word. Bring it so that, you know what? You fight back with the word of God. And what happens? He has to flee real quick. Real quick. Bring it down. Don't let it get to your heart. It goes in your mind. Don't let it sink down your heart because then it becomes a stronghold. Grab it quick with the word of God. Start. If you got to write them down, you know how I started? And I'm still doing it because I, I have a... I'm, I don't want to blame the age, but you know, you know, I, sometimes I have trouble remembering things. So I get index cards and they're all over my fridge and they're all over my Bible. And you know what? I'm like, okay, all right. You think you got me? Boom. Come back with the word of God. What? No, I don't got no time for that. I'm like, okay, you want to play Satan? All right, I got something for you. Bam. <laughs> Oh, I remember Romans 8, 28. For I know that all things work together for the good to those who love God. Even if it's little things. And then you, it be, love casts out all fear. Yeah, and whatever you're dealing with, you just look it up in the back of the Bible. It says it, fear, um, whatever it is. And look up those verses and write them all down. Highlight them in your Bible. And then you're going to start memorizing. So then when you're feeling that again, like oh, you're feeling depressed or you're feeling anxiety or you're feeling lonely. No, 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 no. For God, 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 the word, the word, the word. Okay? You got to get this. You got to get this because I'm getting it. And it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing when you're going through something and we're going to come in all laughing. They're going to be like, what is so fun? Why are you laughing when you should be crying? <laughs> Why are you laughing when you should be sad? And then it confuses the enemy. Because then he's like, oh, man, I can't. Oh, this is, this, this is working. Boom, he tries to distract you again. And then you come down with the word of God and you're laughing and you're happy and you're like, he's like, oh, and, and he's going to flee. I'm telling you, try it. You got three more what? How many more months for the end of the year? I challenge you by the time it's 2020, boy, you're going to be so on fire. What? That's it. Okay. All right. All right. Let's close with the word of God. Father, I just thank you for tonight, God. I thank you, God, that we defeated the Satan once again, Lord, because <laughs> we arrived here today, and God, you spoke to your children, God. You spoke to your sons and your daughters, God. The daughter and the sons of Abraham, that's not something that we should take lightly. We should be rejoicing that God calls us the sons and the daughters of Abraham. 
God, I thank you for revelation. I thank you for your word, God. I thank you for your son, Jesus Christ. I thank you for your Holy Spirit, God. And I pray that during this time of study, Lord, that these three weeks, God, that you have given me the, on, the, the privilege, God, and I'm so honored, Lord, that you have allowed me to share this word with the body, with your children, God, your sons and your daughters, God. Lord, and I pray that that seed was planted into their soul, into their heart, into their mind, God. That they can walk different, God. They can see you different, God. That they will start a relationship with you, the living God, that's going to transform their lives forever. And they will never be the same again, God. I declare and decree that right now, Lord. That it is finished, God. All the lies of Satan, it's finished, God. I declare and decree it, God, that they will be set free, God, and they will come into alignment with your spirit. Come into alignment with your spirit, God, like you have planned right from the beginning, Lord, that we come back, God. It's Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. That's all it is, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. It's simple, God. It's just you, Lord. Jesus, come back to the cross, God. I thank you, Lord. I pray that no one, God, not one person that's here today, leave you the same, God. That they're on their way to freedom and wholeness, God. That by the end of this year, Lord, they can give their own testimony. That they get their own revelation, God. Draw them closer to you, God. I pray for encounters in the still of the night, God that you open up their ears and their eyes and their heart, that they just hear your voice clearly, God, that they start dreaming again, God. Because it's never too late, God. Doesn't matter how old we are, how young we are, God. You can do it, Lord. It's just one touch from you, God, that'll set us free forever, Lord. Thank you, God. Yes, I will lift you high.